The term passionate is a word thrown around and overused. Mountain life has become a hashtag for wannabe influencers. These words can overshadow and diminish the incredible people who actually live, work and play in the mountains. They have remarkable stories to tell and I'm on a mission to find them. I'm Ashley Pettit and this is the Beyond the Mountains podcast. With the idea of running 170 kilometres non-stop through the mountains and climbing over 10,000 metres fill you with fear or excitement? My guest today dreams of such events. My guest is Baptiste Thomas and he's a mountain trail runner who specialises in ultra trail events. And he's recently competed in his very first UTMB or Ultra Trail Mont Blanc, one of the biggest trail running events in the world. Crossing three nations, France, Italy and Switzerland, this is 170 kilometres of running, 10,000 metres of climbing, the spectacular scenery and gruelling course around Chamonix, France. I've known Baptiste for a few years now and I knew he loved to run. I'd followed him on Instagram and seen him running all over the mountains of the Haute-Maurienne in the French Alps. He was always standing on some magical peak overlooking the valleys below. But when I saw him on Instagram posting that he was going to compete for the very first time at the UTMB, I knew I had to speak to him and have him on the show. Now Baptiste is a fairly reserved guy, and he was always a little nervous to come on as he was worried about his English. But I knew just like his running, once he was warmed up, he would be fine. And he sure does start to open up. So please stick around to the end. Baptiste really gives some great advice on trail running and shares his emotional experience of running 170 kilometers around the mountains of Chamonix, France. So let's start the intro music. Get on with the show. Allons-y. Hello, my name is Baptiste. Uh, I'm community manager of French ski resort Bacfrejus. Um, I'm an ultra trail runner and uh, I will describe you my mountain life. All right, Baptiste Thomas, thanks for coming on the show. Hello, Ash. So, uh, where are we? We're sitting in uh, your office, but whereabouts is this magnificent office located? Uh, we are in French Alps, in Val Fréjus, yeah. little ski resort. It's not so little, it's a big one. Yeah, but um, friendly and family. Yeah. And uh, whereabouts is Val Fréjus? It's in the French Alps, but whereabouts is it? It's in the Haute-Maurienne? Yeah, Haute-Maurienne in Savoie, uh, just across, just um, approximately to the um, Italian border. Yeah. Um, How far away from Lyon and Paris are we? Yeah, approximately two hours off Lyon uh, by the road, uh, four hours by the train from Paris. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is your home now, Valfrage's. Oh, no, Madan is your home, and yeah. the Morian Valley, Haute Morin is your home. Yeah, currently it's my home, it's my playground, um, it's my work, it's my office. I spend a lot of all my time here. I know, I follow you on Instagram and all the time I see these amazing photographs of you running, biking, and it's either a sunset or sunrise. 
So that's that's your sport, isn't it? Running, trail running. Yeah, I understand because you see on Instagram because it's my it's my job. I'm community manager in uh, Valfrejus, so I manage the social media, and you can see my photographies, my pictures on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Um, then the, um, I can uh, I can add my uh, my job with my passion because I run uh, around the, in the mountain uh, for the sunset for the sunrise um, for all the days. But you're running to the peaks. You're always taking these beautiful photographs of the sunset or the sunrise from a mountain peak, yeah. and you have to run there. Yeah, I uh, I love to go to the peak. Uh, it's my objective when I want to to have original creative content. Uh, I think it's better to go to the mountain. To um, it's better than the the village, and um, that's why I I love to go on the summit. Yeah, but you run here in Valfrejus, where on on the border of uh, France and Italy, beautiful valley above the ski resorts. But you also run around the Lake of Montsonnier. You've been running above the ski resort of La Norma, and you do some great uh, road road cycling now too. I see is one of your passions. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can go to the to Valfrejus with uh, with bicycle. And uh, you have fourteen switchbacks. Yeah, uh, fourteen switchbacks, and uh, it's a um, it's an interesting road. Uh, even there is the Col du Montsny, the Col de Lisran. But for just it's less, but it's cool. it's still a difficult climb. It's six kilometers, and the elevation is still quite steep. Yeah, six kilometers, and uh, about the elevation, it's four four hundred meters. Yeah, yeah. But once you hear Valfrejus, I discovered Valfrejus probably last summer. I came with my mountain bike, and I went up into the valley, and it's it's incredible place. Describe yeah. to me what you Valfrejus to you. Yeah, there are there are a lot of trails of mountain bike. You can go to the Col de Frejus, Col de Valletrat. Called the La Rue, you can go to Italy yeah. and go back after. There are a lot of, of races, of, of possibilities uh, with mountain bike too. And you've got some beautiful refuges up here, haven't you? Yeah. What's uh, the, the big one up there? Um, we have the refuge uh, of the Tabor, um, yeah. uh, just near to the Col de Valle Etroite. And there is, um, there is a... Um, a trail for for mountain bike, but there is uh, there is two um, there's trail most famous for pedestrian too for walking and hiking. Yeah, because it's uh, part of GR five. Yeah, who is uh, the the trail uh, from the from the Lac Léman to the Mediterranean Sea, so the Alps from north to the south. Uh, so it's um, one of the main pedestrian trail in France. Yeah, but here it's it's a great. Uh, you have a great mix of Italians and French when you go hiking or biking in the mountains here above Valfrejus. It's one of the things I like. 
Yeah. yeah. But your life wasn't always here in uh, Valfrasius and Modan and the Morian. You were, um, you're from Paris and you did your schoolwork and you, before that you spent a lot of time in Paris. So tell me about your life before you discovered the mountains here. Yeah, before I was, uh, I was living in Paris. I was living everywhere in France. Um, I studied in um, digital communication and social media. And uh, four years ago, I, I, I had kind of little burnout, and um, I, I won't, uh, I would like to go to the. To the mountain because I, I'm I'm a trail runner. I'm an ultra ultra trail runner. Um, I was running in Paris. I was running by half marathon, ten kilometers marathon, but I prefer trail. And um, yeah, it, it was complicated because in Paris, the elevation was in Montmartre. So yeah, you have to st- yeah. <laughs> run up and down the stairs of Montmartre to get any elevation yeah. training. Uh, yeah, it was complicated to avoid a foreigner, uh, tourist. Uh, not the same here. I have just to to avoid the the bookton. Yeah, <laughs> so you have to avoid the sheep, the cows, yeah. and the bookton, and uh, some of the farmers. And but you open your door, open your office door here, and yeah. and boom, you're in the mountains, and you're you're free to run. Yeah, it's not the same uh, culture. Yeah. <laughs> But you've always been a runner. Um, you told me in Paris, well, you were explaining in Par- you're running in Paris, but and you did the Paris Marathon once. Yeah, I um, I won the Paris Marathon in 2000, 2016 uh, in 3 hours and 25 minutes. But my, my record is in um, Chambéry Marathon, 3 hours and 10 minutes. Maybe one day it will be less than 3 hours. I don't know. Uh, I but, think um, after all the training you've done for the last four years. Yeah, I think it's possible. And you're running here. You're running here at altitude. So did you? if you went down to Chambry where the, the elevation is lower, there should be a boost in the, in the elevate with your training at elevation here yeah. in altitude. I think you'd do it. I've seen you would run 50 kilometers just for fun now. Yeah, now 50 kilometers is just a little footing. <laughs> yeah, it's a little run. Yeah. Um, so tell me about one of these runs here. You you told me before that uh, you you run for fun and run for pleasure, but yeah. you might go for a training run and then go, oh, I feel pretty good. Maybe I'll go to the next mountain. So tell me one of your runs here you did. Yeah, I run uh, often alone because I... Uh, um sometimes I'm playing um one race to go to to one peak or summit and after I see and I re- and I'm I I'm think oh I can go to the other peak. Okay, so down and help. So um it's part of the training, it's part of the um, I'm really free in the mountains. Yeah. I, I run for free. Um, my life uh, gives me that, uh, that change, that, um, um, that opportunity. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's a beautiful opportunity yeah. here. So what's one of your favorite runs? Where do you, what's, your, what's your 
okay, I've got it. I want to go for a run. What's the regular or favorite run you do here? How long is it? How many hours? My favorite run here is um, it's or um, only possible in in the summer. It's a uh, Montabor. Yeah, Montabor. Uh, yeah, it's a the great uh, a great peak uh, who culminated uh, was culminated at three um, three thousand and one hundred meters. Yeah. Uh, start from Valfigus is 20 kilometers uh, a 20 kilometer loop yeah a loop and uh, around 1030 1300 meters meters of elevation accumulated so I think it's my favorite run here and how long does that take you to do Um, my record is Two hours. So you do that after work? Yeah. When you finish here? Uh, sometimes after work or sometimes for work because the Montabro is accessible uh, from Valfrigius so I can speak uh, about uh, for social media of Valfrigius. Yeah. So it's part of my work. Okay. Yeah, you could take your, take your mobile phone, take your camera, go for a run, take a few photographs, snap, put them on Instagram. Yeah. I uh, I'm I'm running uh, always with my phone yeah. in my pocket and um, uh, I when I see something uh, up I stop and I, uh, I take a, take a shoot uh, uh, during a ra- during a run um, sometimes I I I take three three hundred pictures yeah I've uh, seen them. Uh, always so it's not only a run it's kind of adventure kind of yeah. uh, kind of trip yeah but the 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 beautiful thing about living here and running here is you run here every season so whether it's spring summer autumn winter you're running and the the landscapes and the mountains are changing yeah and uh, i run uh, during the four seasons because uh, during the winter, after the after the day, sometimes I I run on the slopes with my uh, with my light. From yeah, with light. headlamp. Yeah. Cram- Do you run with crampons? What? You run with the the crampons for your shoes? Oh no, 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 no because I I run only on the slopes on the piste on the yeah. yeah. I just uh, I just be careful about the um, about the treatment of the of the snow. Yeah, about the. The ski area um, patrol, but uh, it's okay. And what's your favorite season? I for me, I love autumn. The colors now are just amazing. The blue, the yellows, and the browns, and the greens, and the reds. What's your uh, favorite season? Actually, for me, it's the same because uh, autumn is um, about the lights, yeah, and about the vegetation. Uh, for the social media, I prefer take a picture at this moment, and uh, the end of the autumn with the first snowfall is really, really beautiful. Yeah, you have the green of the forests, which is not covered in snow yet, and then now we start to see the peaks covered in uh, in snow. Yeah. We had snow last night. It's a better, better, better time of the year. Yeah. yeah. But you're um, you are the community manager here at Valfrasius, and uh, 
but that doesn't stop you from running rest of the Morian. I know you've done uh, runs up towards Isaran. You've run around uh, the Lake of Montseny in different peaks. Yeah, when uh, when I'm go to the at work, uh, I discover all the Morian. Uh, I love to go running in, uh, in Van Valserac. Yeah. Uh, so the the Vanoise National Park. That's uh, the Vanoise, the biggest national park in France, or one of the oldest and biggest, I think. Yeah, it's um, li- literally at our doorstep. Yeah, I, I love to go to the Vanoise National Park, and I love to go to Italy by running. Yeah, and uh, because there are different trails, uh, it's uh, possible to discover the mountain just near. Uh, by another another vision another sensation uh, the, the playground of Otmarian is in one life uh, I don't uh, I will not have um, I think it's going to be I think it's time. impossible to discover all the trails in yeah, one life here it's impossible but one of the things you have discovered and every time I've, I see you on Instagram it's like you're always seeing the buktan and the deer and the jipets. All you're always seeing these animals because you are running at sunset and, and sun sunrise. So you've you've come across lots of buktan and explain. Tell us what the buktan are and the, um, the animals you've seen. I, I've seen a lot, but um, it's not which I prefer to take picture. I prefer to take landscape, yeah. sunrise and sunset, but the um, animals are really fast are really uh, i don't have necessary the, um, the good um, material to to take photo of of uh, animals so animals often is just for my eyes yeah. just for me not for my form but it's pretty special when you're in the mountains by yourself and you come across a an, an animal that's in their in their element in their wild. It must be pretty special feeling for you. Yeah, it's a it's a feeling uh, different, and it's funny because when like me you grow uh, in the city, you don't have the you you don't see uh, this kind of animals. No, you have a dog or a cat chasing you, but no, yeah. you don't see. I've only seen I've been running or biking and i've come across foxes uh i've seen some deer uh i've seen the jipets um so the jipets are like vultures they're, they're three meter wingspan they're huge birds uh but i've never come across the book town uh, i've seen your instagram in April, May, early spring, and you've you've always got book towns in your photographs to, to cross uh, to cross the book town uh, my advice is to go to the National Vanoise Park, but to go um, early in the morning or, uh, or at the na- or the end of the day. Yeah, but not uh, in the middle of the journey. Uh, it's better to go to go here without there aren't um, human prisons. Yeah. And um, running here, you're you're are you a competitive runner? You like to do running events? 
what what running events have you done? Because we're going to get onto the Ultra Trail Mont Blanc or UTMB. Yeah. But I, what uh, did you do before that? Uh, to to register to the UTMB, you have to you have to achieve some uh, some other race. Uh, for my part, it was a race in uh, Annecy, who was a ultra race. Ultra race was a uh, one hundred and sixteen kilometers and uh, seven thousand meters of elevation wow. committed. And uh, I I won another another race in uh, in Auvergne in the center of France, but I I don't remember the. The distance. Did you do the trail, uh, EDF trail here in yeah. Morin? Yeah. The, the, uh, in the ninety, they've got the ninety kilometer. Yeah, since uh, since um, since two thousand and eighteen, since I'm here, uh, I run uh, each uh, summer yeah. the the black uh, race of uh, the EDF Sunny Tour. Uh, it's around eighty kilometers and uh, uh, four thousand and. 500 or, fi- or 5,000 meters of this uh, elevation. Yeah. And uh, that uh, that offer some points for UTMB2. Yeah. And um, so I gained this uh, enough points to uh, to participate uh, to the draw of UTMB. Yeah, because the UTMB is a, it's a lottery. So you yeah. have to qualify. So first of all, you needed to have enough points and experience to participate in the UTMB. And then it's a lottery. So you place your entry and then you wait to find out whether you're lucky to be a a participant. Yeah. And uh, in uh, 2020, it was a lucky day when when I was a a choose. Yeah. But uh, 2020... Uh, was the uh, COVID year? Yeah. So UTMB was cancelled, like uh, like everything. Race. Yeah. And um, my uh, inscript, my register, yeah, registration was uh, was um, trans- transferred. Uh, transferred. They just held it off so you yeah, could run after. run this year. Yeah, in two thousand and twenty one. Yeah. So. UTMB, uh, tell me about this race because I know it, but it's one of the biggest ultra trail running events in the world. It's massive. It's like the Tour de France for trail yeah, running. Um, the UTMB is um, one uh, one hundred and seventy kilometers for ten thousand meters of wow. elevation accumulated. Um, How many participants do they have? We are uh, there. Are, uh, there are uh, several uh, races during the UTMB week, yeah. but for the main main race UTMB, we are two thousand and four hundred. Two thousand four hundred crazy people, yeah, going to run one hundred and seventy kilometers, yeah, with ten thousand ten thousand meters of climbing, yeah. Wow. With a maximum time of 40, 46 hours. So you ha- that's the maximum time where all the volunteers are on the road, everything's closed, and for just for the participants, you have 46 yeah. hours to compete. Yeah, because if uh, you finish after, 
you are not ranking yeah and uh, you are not in the uh, responsibility of the race uh, yeah it's not but the race is around chamonix and chamonix is the ultra sport capital of france yeah. it's on the border you run around the mountains of chamonix crossing which you have three countries france yeah. italy, italy and, switzerland. and switzerland yeah and uh, we start from chamonix you're finished in chamonix you the race is um, around the famous pedestrian trail whose name is tmb tour yeah. du mont blanc tmb um i i, I walk uh, in yeah. 2017 uh, yeah 2017 uh this um this race i walk uh during seven days yeah so you walk it in 2017, you walked this in seven days. Yeah, it was really uh, just walking, pedestrian uh, walking. And that was a pretty big walk, I would imagine. Yeah, and uh, it was with my with my friends. We were uh, four, and um, we. It was it was interesting, but I'm a runner, so in my head, uh, I was dreaming about made that one day by running and yeah. not only by walking and uh that uh, dream uh, was uh, reality yeah <laughs> in 2021 so yeah you when did the, when's the race it's in august or september it's the uh, last uh, weekend of august yeah sometimes it's the first of september that yeah it depends on the yeah. the year so that was a dream of yours and it finally became a reality this year let's talk about the preparation of this of your race then let's talk about the feelings and the emotions you have during the race and then tell me the story of when you finished and because you've just come back from holidays where you didn't do any running so talk to me about the preparation how did you prepare for this 170 kilometer running race um that depends about people some people prepare with a with plane uh with a uh, important nutrition day by day, week by week. Uh, it's not the case for me. For me, the preparation is um, evidently it's important to to to, to make a lot of distance, lot of elevation. But my preparation was about my feelings, was yeah. about the the sensation. Um, I didn't follow uh, any any plane or something like this. Just uh, run around two thousand, uh, sorry, two hundred meters, two hundred kilometers by month, around ten thousand meters of elevation yeah. by month. It was my training was like that. Uh, all my um, my waist my race, my runs uh, during the days uh, were kind of preparation of UTMB. Yeah. And uh, about the weather, sometimes it's raining, I go to run. Sometimes it's, it's snowing. Hot. Yeah, it's snowing, you're running. Yeah, I go to run. Uh, it's not just for my pleasure, it's not a pleasure, but uh, for the training, it's really important to um, run during extreme conditions yeah. because... This year we we have we have a lot of luck. It was cool weather, uh, cool not 
so not cold, so hot, not, not cold. so warm, not snow. So it was cool. But some some years, it's uh, uh, there is sometimes snow. There is sometimes uh, really um, cold temperature. Yeah, so, I mean you're running in the middle of the night, so the temperature is going to drop, and then in the day it can be hot. So you your training needs to be preparing you for any condition that can happen when you're in the Ultra Trail Mont Blanc. Yeah, um, since I live in Montaigne, uh, I'm. Uh, it's often I go to to run uh, under the snow, under the um, under the rain, uh, uh, under the cold temperature uh, in the altitude. Yeah. Uh, the max altitude of Ultratrail du Mont Blanc is two thousand and five hundred meters. It's not more higher, but it's still pretty high. It's still higher. Uh, especially uh, when it's uh, 3 a.m. in the night. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we have we have um, uh, material uh, necessary material obligatory yeah. material uh, with a jacket with a, a pants uh, with. So you have to carry this with you in your running backpack. Yeah. Yeah. I have uh, all the. the the, the stuff yeah. for, uh, for different conditions. Yeah. yeah. So your just to, to clarify, your objective for this race wasn't really to set a time or to win it. You you really just wanted to test yourself and have a challenge. That was the reason you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly. So um, your training wasn't about winning, but preparing yourself to mentally and physically run and finish this this yeah. race. Yeah, for me, the, um, the objective was to finish. Yeah. Finish under the 46 hours. Um, but I didn't have any... You didn't uh, have a coach? You didn't have a training plan? No. Nothing. You just ran? Just ran. Ran on feelings? Ran feelings because uh, you you know uh, during 35 hours, we don't run every time uh, when it's climbing we we walk uh um when we are so tired we walk, walk. but uh sometimes we walk more faster than you uh, run slowly yeah. you understand it's a uh, it's kind of uh um you have to 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 find the 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 alchemy the the solution uh between run and work it's um it's part of the it's part of the ultra trail distance yeah so you're you're running here above valfrasius and la norma and modan you're did you increase the kilometers you ran and the the altitudes you ran leading up to ultra trail mont blanc uh, often it was more higher in um here where where I live, than the altitude of Yotatra du Mont Blanc. Okay. So I was uh, more prepared uh, for for higher for well, the altitude yeah. training. Yeah. So it was more comfortable in Chamonix. Yeah. Okay. And you also did some uh, bike riding in as part of your training. Tell me about one of these bike trips you did. You did your bike riding around the Vanoise. Ah, yeah. How um, many kilometers did you do on that? Bike trip I saw you did. Oh, it was um, two, two hundred and fifty 
60 kilometers, 260 yeah. kilometers um, by the Morian Valley and the Tarentes Valley. Uh, it was a big, uh, a big preparation. Um, I was, I was cy- cycling uh, during 14, 14 hours. Yeah, a um, lot of, a uh, lot of, of cyclists, cy- a lot of cyclists, cyclists yeah. uh, made that uh, under the ten hours. But for me, it's not the performance; it's to to train uh, about the endurance sport, to train under the warm to train uh, long efforts uh, it was really interesting is it does it training in the mind as well not just the body um both the, the both? body the, the mind because there must be times where you go what the fuck am i doing <laughs> why like what i just want to get off yeah is the boss but um during an ultra trail um at uh, one time we the musk the, the muscles yeah the muscles uh, muscles are off yeah the legs are off the stomach is off the arms are off every part of the body are off did you have one of those moments yeah 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 and when this moment uh, appears uh it's the mind is only the mind is the um the race is only by by the by the mental, but the but the mind. Uh, if you are too too uh, tired or something like this, it's only the mental would dirige you. So you have to be mentally strong, really, to do the these events. Yeah, and you 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 are you becoming more strong in the mind, yeah. mentally more strong, uh, more strong. Uh, with a uh, with kind of uh, of race, and uh, I'm uh, I was so tired. Uh, for example, during the UTMB, I sleep only twice uh, during twenty minutes. So I sleep forty minutes uh, during the thirty five. Yeah, you hours. were running for thirty five, and you only yeah. slept forty minutes in yeah. total. To two, uh, two, two, twi- twice two yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get to what you did during the race, but let's talk about more of the preparation and training. Um, one of the parts of the of the UTMB is really a support team because you can't run thirty five kilometer, one hundred and seventy kilometers on your own. You need a support team. Yeah. Who was your? Tell me about your support team. Yeah, I had a, a support team, my brother, my sister, my mother. Um, the day before, we um, study all the race, all the checkpoints, all the places where they can support me and um, where they can uh, assist me because there are some uh, revitalment points uh, where um, uh, the the assistance is uh, uh, it's, uh, available. Yeah, so they've got some uh, feed zones in the course where yeah. the competitors can go, but also you can have support from your team around the course as well. Yeah. So uh, they, you did a lot of planning for that. Yeah, uh, we planned that. We planned about the the nutrition because yeah. I uh, during the UTMB I was I ate. 
I ate a um, lot of food, uh, uh, salt, sugar, um, energy palm, bars, energy, sandwiches, all, everything, all, and um, how many? How many? And soup. Yeah, soup. The, the, uh, vegetable soup. It's uh, really at 3 a.m. in the mountain, the best way, <laughs> the best thing. Yeah. And what about drinking? Did you was it a lot of water, or did you have energy drinks and um, syrups? About drink, um, my organism, um, I I drink often water during the race, yeah. but. At the ravitainment, I am... At the feed zones? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm drinking uh, Coke. Some, yeah, some yeah. Coke, some yeah, good sugar, yeah. Yeah, because I, I need uh, some sugar, yeah. So with your support team, um, they're helping you with their clothing, so and they're helping you with the food, taking your jackets off, refilling your water bottles, because you're carrying some water bottles in your backpack, aren't you? Yeah. And you're carrying nutrition. So tell me about some of the uh, the responsibilities that your support team did. Sometimes uh, sometimes um, the support team uh, bring me directly uh, all the all that stuff. So it was um, it was not waste of time, it was a gain. Uh, yeah. Uh, for example, or um, uh, one time I, I I just want to to sleep twenty minutes, uh, so my support team was uh, right right there. Up. Yeah, yeah. Um, for example, and after it's just the presence, the discussion. Sometimes, sometimes just no no tips or advice or something like that just discuss so, just to um, have someone to talk to yeah because you're running when you you told me you did it 35 hours but a lot of that time you're running on your own yeah and you're mentally just in your own headspace running so when you come across your support team and you're because it's your brother your sister your mother who else it's four or just yeah, there, there was three, three. Your brother, your mother, and your sister. So it was a, it was a support team, uh, physically present. Yeah, but after it became a mental support. There was yeah, there were a lot of uh, of supports uh, by social media, by by message, uh, by call sometimes. Yeah, uh, um, I, I was very surprised about a lot of people who was. Um, Proud, proud to know somebody who was running UTMB. Yeah, for me it was, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an important race. Uh, it's okay, but for other side, uh, for other people, sorry, um, around me, it's sometimes more important than for me. It's, uh, I was really, really surprised about the engagement, about the support. Uh, in Valfrages, for example, a lot of uh, of uh, professional actor of the of the ski resort was um, support me uh, by social media. It yeah, was but really you're, good. you I mean you you are a, a a humble guy, but you you're getting well known here, especially for running. Everyone knows yeah. that you're the runner here. Um, coming back to the race, tell me. Describe some of the moments. So when you're starting on the starting event, take me through the start. 
the emotions of going through the race. Like maybe there's a moment we going, what the fuck? I just, I just want to stop. I just want to sleep or I'm hungry. And then, you know, tell me through to the end, like what happened? Take me through from start to, to finish the, some of the emotions and the experiences you did. For, you had. Yeah. You, you talk about emotions. It's uh, it's really like this because uh, at the start of the, um, of the race, it's incredible. The, The ambience, the euphoria, uh, euphoria. Yeah. Um, uh, it's looks like looks like the, the Tour de France, the cycling Tour de France, because there are lot, lot, lot of crowd, lot of support, lot of people in the main street of uh, of Chamonix, who is here to just support. to cheer and support. Yes. Yeah, they they are here to to see the the, the most famous guy, but they stay. Uh, For all the for all the competitors, so it's really impressive. Um, during the Paris Marathon, I didn't uh, feeling this like that. Right. It was uh, even if even if there are more people in Paris Marathon, for example, yeah. in Chamonix, um, about the uh, proportional proportionally, it was really really. Uh, Incredible! You really felt the community be really supporting everyone yeah. and wanting them to achieve such a, a great achievement. Yeah, and for the first uh, for the first cities, who was uh, Saint Gervais, Les Contamines, there were a lot, lot, lot of people, a lot of uh, of, uh, of 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 children yeah. who, who was uh, with the with the hand to tap with yeah. the hand, high fiving yeah. all the all the famous runners. Yeah. 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 It was incredible, and uh, that that was the start of the race. And after, it's the first night because we we part at 6 p.m. Yeah, so take take me through the the six or five p.m. Uh, I don't know five or six. Yeah, so. anyway, it's early, but take me through. You're running with two thousand, three thousand other people. Take me through the first sort of twenty kilometers, fifty kilometers. You've got to be pretty careful through that. Um, uh, are, the start is by ways. Way so it's uh, better to 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 uh, to not have a kind of traffic jam. Yeah, uh, but still, you're running with a lot of people in yeah. in, a sh in a very narrow space. Yeah, and uh, during long time in the UTMB, you have somebody uh, one two meters in front of you, one yeah. and two meters back. This it's just a always. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's incredible all, all that people. Uh, Even in the in the mountain, in the last mountain, it's incredible. But um, uh, after after the start of the race and the, the first sieges, it was the start of the first night, and uh, it's another race who is starting because so the running at night time must yeah. be completely different. It, it must be different yeah, conditions. But, um, I'm I'm training to to run by night. Yeah, and uh, I love running by night. I think I, I, I think I'm better by night because uh, the the feelings are not the same. We have the impression to be more more fast. Are you more alert? Your senses, like your sight, you're running with the headlights. Yeah. Are your senses uh, more alive? Uh, it must be bizarre. Tell me. Yeah, more. and um, I think it's a. Uh, a lot of people dislike running by night so when i run by night i think i can gain some 
little time. Yeah, that's your advantage running at night. Yeah, okay. and I prefer uh, sleep during the day, um, just twenty minutes, but I prefer than in the night. Yeah, for example. So you've got through the first night. Was that a, what happened the next day? Where how many kilometers had you run? Uh, uh, the um, the sunrise of the the next day was in Cormayeur at the at the middle of the of the race. Yeah. So after eighty kilometers in Italy. Yeah. And um, it was the, the Saturday. How were uh, you feeling? A big sunny day. I was I was I was good. Um, I was really good. Um, good sensation. Um, all was all was very good during all the day. Still positive. Still feeling the yeah. the legs were good. Yeah, uh, the legs were really tired. But um, I when you when you when you run dr- during an ultra trail, you you live you deal with it. You it's a you 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 are very um, you know it will be not. Uh, performance about your muscles. It's, yeah. uh, as you say, it's about the about brain, the, head, about the mental the strength. Yeah, yeah. So it was it was good for that. Uh, just before noon, I uh, sleep twenty minutes. Yeah. and uh, go back after. What are the when you're sleeping and you meet your team, your support team? What do they What do they tell you? What are they Are they giving you a message of support? Are they asking you questions? What do you want from your support team? What do they want? What do you want them to give you? Just to wake up me, but uh, they they don't see. They are not they are not professional of of running. So just presence, uh, just speaking about uh, oh the weather is good. Yeah. it's okay. So uh, you just like it. It's a comfort for you yeah. just to know that they're there for you. Yeah. yeah. And uh, after it was uh, so, um, the afternoon, um, I passed the, um, the border between Italy and Switzerland, Switzerland during the noon, during the afternoon. And after, at the night, uh, at the start of the night, I passed the, um, the border between Switzerland and France. And how far? How many kilometers? Uh, it was a uh, some one hundred and and twenty kilometers. So it was again. Uh, it was forty kilometers yet uh, to go and two two thousand meters. So it started to be very difficult uh, about the sleep about the. Um, the tired yeah the, yeah it was um it was special and uh it was the start of the second night uh, and i was really really slow in my move uh i didn't uh, realize all was uh i i, uh, I lost my lucidity for yeah. example um it was it was really Complicated. The end was complicated. So it was hard to concentrate, hard to just think and move. Yeah, and everything just became so much harder. Yeah, because I just just before the night I uh, sleep twenty minutes too. Yeah. So it was the forty, and after I said, 
No, I go to the I go to the finish line. Uh, it's okay. Uh, uh, I will sleep after. So I was really, really, really tired. Uh, kind of hallucinations. Yeah. Uh, it's it was very, very what were you thinking uncomfortable. About? No, yeah. What were you thinking about? What was I was thinking thinking about uh, about a lot of people about a lot of my supports, digital supports who was um, checking online where yeah. I was and I was thinking but you can't sleep you can't go to sleep so go to sleep go why to are sleep. you watching me at midnight why, why, go to yeah. sleep why are you alive go to sleep go to sleep because me I'm not a, uh, I would like to go to sleep yeah. but I don't have the choice so I was thinking about that and I was thinking about big 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 Biftek, because I was hungry, very yeah. hungry. So you, you, yeah. that was a motivating you to have that big, big uh, beef steak afterwards. Yeah, it was kind of hallucination. I, Did I, you taste it? Um, maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the finish was very very difficult, and after it was the last down to Chamonix. Uh, we were in the middle of the night. And I just text uh, my family to see to to say it's the last down. And after uh, uh, at five uh, five a.m. of the morning, uh, I was arrived in Chamonix. So I was running uh, uh, after one hundred and seventy kilometers. I was running, but running very slowly, but running. You're running on autopilot, weren't you? Yeah, and when I just passed the finish line, uh, it was it was different than uh, I, I, I imagined because yeah. uh, I, I was dreaming about this moment during a lot of months, years, but I was so, 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 so tired. So no emotion, nothing like this. All was uh, blocked in my head. Uh, my family uh, congratulate me. I uh, I seen lot of message, lot of social media message, lot of uh, missed calls. But I didn't realize yeah. really. I was just happy to pass the finish line, just to go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy because. Uh, my mom said, oh, you, congratulations, yeah, well done, yeah, you're so finished, yeah. it's okay. But uh, I said, yeah, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. But Just give me uh, the bed. Yeah. But did, t- you told me, but it ex- describe to me the, the scene when you crossed the finish line because you said you arrived at five o'clock in the morning. There's not a big crowd. So no. It was just pretty, it was just oh, you, you, and your, you and your support team. There were uh, there were less uh, less people than uh, Francois Diane fifteen fifteen hours before me. Yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah, the winner was fifteen hours before you. Yeah. But um, for me, it, it wasn't important. For me, uh, it was my family was here, so it was more more important than ten thousand people. It's a. Uh, uh, it was uh, the best. It was uh, the best moment to arrive. Uh, I was really, really happy. But just I didn't realize uh, at the moment. So the next day, after you've had 15 yeah. hours of sleep, 
Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, the next day. I I realized a lot of uh, uh, all that. Um, I what was the emotion like the next day? I was uh, I was tired tired again. Yeah. But, um, the my emotions were better. Uh, I, I yeah. I um, I was. Uh, not laughing. I was uh, crying. Crying, yeah, yeah. crying, uh, crying with happiness. Yeah, yeah. Were you proud? Did you achieve, did you achieve what you wanted to achieve in the race? Uh, what about the achievement? Did you achieve it? Did when you your objective was to finish the race? Yeah, and you achieve everything you wanted to do in the race. Yeah, I was really really happy about that. Uh, it was it was the objective to achieve. So. I was very, very happy for that. Yeah. And uh, how did you celebrate? Did you have a big dinner? Uh, it was just a lunch, lunch. at a restaurant uh, with my family. And uh, I I, uh, I ate my big, big, big beef steak. Did you have a beer? No, no beer. Because no? Uh, beer just the day after, no, for me, no, uh, I prefer some... some um, some champion uh, yeah. can uh, can do that, but for me, I prefer wait for two or three days before. And uh, after you finished the race, um, how long did you take to recover? When did you start running again, or did you? Just... The, the day after, I was uh, I was at home for the for the day and uh, and relax. And uh, the day after the day. Two days after, um, I go back to work. Just like normal, okay, back normal, to work. Normal, uh, yeah. Totally normal, just uh, work normally. Uh, maybe kind of, of uh, mental, uh, mental uh, tired. Yeah, mentally tired, yeah. But it was okay, it was, uh, yeah, okay, go back. But I just uh, wait 10 days to go running again yeah looking back now how do you feel about at finishing utmb mont blanc how do you feel how do you feel now looking back at it uh i'm proud <laughs> i'm proud i'm happy to have finished and uh i think um if i go back to this uh to this race i think it will be possible to 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 gain one or two hours. Okay. So what did you learn about this experience? Looking back now, what would you do differently? What did you learn about yourself, training, preparation, nutrition, sleep? Mm, I think about the, about the nutrition, it was okay. But the, about the sleep, I think if I, if I had sleep 20 minutes more, maybe I would gain one hour because uh, it was so so complicated to 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 work just just uh, really tired so with a lot of uh with more 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 sleep i think it should be better yeah but uh that's uh that's why i that that was i i learned and about the the race uh now i visualize uh every step so i think 
if I if I go back one day to to UTMB, uh, this is very very um, important to 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 learn. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was preparing my interview for you, I thought, okay, he's done. You've done UTMB once. Now I'm sure you want to do it again and again and keep improving. But you told me that, yeah, you've done UTMB once, but there are other races that you want to prepare for and other races you want to do around France and Europe. So yeah, tell me about some of the other races you want to do. Yeah, because um, we speak a lot of UTMB because uh, media cover, the yeah. cover by media. Big, lots of media coverage, yeah. international event now. Yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, it's important, but there are some uh, races in France or any, anywhere which are more more um, difficult uh, than the UTMB or as difficult as UTMB. Yeah. Uh, for example, the Diagonal des Fous in the Reunion Island. Uh, so that's a, the, on the Reunion Island is a big trail running event. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, the more 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 local. Uh, than, the big one in Annecy. Yeah, in Annecy you have the Maxi Race and Ultra Race. In Belden you have the um, L'Échappée Belle, who is not not uh, what. Little, little covered by media, but um, really, really uh, hard. For example, um, Francois Dain uh, take four hours more than UTMB to finish L'Echappée Belle yeah. for a um, race with the same distance uh, and uh, approximately the same uh, elevation. elevation. Yeah. So it's more difficult. Wow. But less cover. Okay. Uh, for example, so I don't know if I want to go back to UTMB or if I want. Maybe I think I I I, I want to try another uh, another race. Yeah. One of the things you told me before was that um, you think that as you get older, we get stronger. Obviously, because you're only thirty years old, but um, some of the past winners are 35 36 so as you get older more experienced running you i think you might come back to and do utmb and um do it differently yeah maybe in uh in 10 years i, I will have more experience uh more uh anticipation more preparation uh so i maybe i will go back but not not uh, not tomorrow. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. All right. Um, let's bring it back to some local knowledge here. So you're living in Modan. You you work in Valfrasius. Um, we're surrounded by many refuges. What's your favourite refuge to visit here? Um, my favourite is the refuge of Montabor because yeah. it's... Um, and accessibility practical. Yeah, uh, everyone can get there. Yeah, from uh, from the, from uh, Valfrejus, from the from the resort. Uh, some family um, are going to this refuge, and um, there is familial 
by one part, but the other side is a start of uh, run in the night to go in the Sarrazin, in the Montabor, in the in Italy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the refuge of Montabor at uh, 2,500 meters of beautiful altitude. views up there too. Yeah. What's your favorite peak to climb? What's your favorite mountain here? Yeah, it's uh, it's the same, it's the same, same place. It's the uh, the Montabor. Yeah, I, I I love this uh, this peak. What's your favorite uh, mountain to climb on your road bike, when you bicycle? Mm. In uh, in Maurienne, I like the Col du Glandon. Yeah, it's a tough uh, one. Yeah. I think it's uh, one of uh, of the most difficult, but most um, beautiful, and it's uh, less. Uh, there are less of circulation than the other big. Uh, yeah, there's less people yeah. doing land. Well, that's because it's so tough. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Glandon and uh, the Galibier is very, very beautiful. Yeah, I love Galibier. For me, I like Galibier and Isaran because they're so wild and remote. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite season? Season. Season, yeah. Winter, summer, spring, autumn. Oh, like I said. Autumn before, autumn. yeah, I did yeah. ask you that question. <laughs> um, if you weren't a community manager here, what would your dream job be? What's your dream job? What would you do if you weren't doing this? But I already practice a dream job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good answer. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe uh, owner of refuge. Yeah. yeah. For example. What's a good day for you? Good day for me. A good day for me is a day who is starting with sunrise or who is finished uh, sunrise or who is finished sunset. And that's running that's or biking, one. yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the one specialty food that someone should try when they come to the Morian or to the French Alps or France? I love the croissant flat. Croissant flat? Yeah. Explain to everyone listening what croissant flat is. Croissant flat is a kind of tartiflet, but if you don't know tartiflet, you don't know. Uh, in the tartiflet, there is... Um, Potatoes, potatoes and cheese, potatoes, bacon. Um, bacon. The cheese is a revolution. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you replace the potatoes with crozet. Crozet is like a pasta. Yeah, kind yeah. of a kind of little pasta. Um, it's really really good. Plenty of carbohydrates to keep you keep you happy with your running. Yeah. Um, what's your f uh, You've told me this before, and I like this. But what's your favorite pub, favorite bar? Um, I don't go every every time in bar, but um, there's a good Western one. What's the Western one here? We go. To, we've been to. Yeah, because um, before when I was in Paris, uh, the after work was on the rooftop. Yeah, was, uh, drink a beer. Or, uh, in La Défense, in a lot of buildings in Paris. Uh, actually, my currently my my after work are on the mountain. 
Yeah, ich prefer the rooftop to the mountains. Yeah, it's kind of rooftop on the mountain. Maybe sometimes in my bag I have just a, a, a bottle little, of little, of, a little scotch, a little beer. flask. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or just a bottle of beer, classic. And uh, it's my it's a the the best place where I um, where I I drink or or eat here. It's uh, in the mountain, but in For example, in Valfrisius, I, I love uh, the Morricone bar, for yeah. example, Morricone Tavern. Uh, yeah. So what, uh, talking about having an eat or drink on the rooftops of the mountains, what would you pack to, what would you eat? Would you pack a sandwich, a baguette with ham and cheese and a beer? and That depends. Uh, that depends because uh, often it's... Uh, Cereal bar. Yeah. And after I eat when I'm uh, at home, I'm like a, like a Spanish. I, I eat at 10 p.m., I, 11 p.m. It's not a problem for me. <laughs> so uh, it's, um, but sometimes uh, if I go to the, to the mountain with a, with a friend, for example, uh, we bring uh, saucisum, we bring yeah. cheese. Uh, and we bring beer. Yeah, it's a better, it's a better meal. Do you own a Opinel knife? Uh, and what? Do you have an Opinel knife? An Opinel. Opinel. Opinel the knife. Ah, yeah. Of course, like every uh, Morian people. Yeah, we all have one. <laughs> I have one. Um, let's wrap it up. Um, and the three questions I like to ask everyone, or the two, que I'm going to ask you two questions. What? Do the mountains mean to you, or how do the mountains make you feel? Um, since I'm since I'm living here, uh, the mountain is it's, it's a kind of happiness every day. Yeah. Uh, every morning, every night, uh, every evening, uh, I'm just happy to be in mountain. Sometimes the mountain is. Uh, sometimes some people are not uh, um, very uh, not happy but uh, they are uh, they are uh, uh, I don't know the term but they, uh, uh, in French we say ils se sentent oppressés there are a lot of mountains everywhere oh, oh mountain mountain No, for me, mountain is uh, for me it's a uh, assurance. Uh, I'm happy when they are they are mountain, and I'm better in my in my uh, yeah. in my head. For example, this weekend I was in the west of France. There is no relief everywhere. Uh, I, I'm lost. Yeah, you're in the west of France. It's pretty flat. Yeah, and you're lost. Yeah, and I. Uh, you prefer to be lost, yeah, surrounded uh, by the mountains. I need some relief. I need some uh, repair. You need some views and some distances yeah. and some things to see in front of you. Yeah. It's Talk important. to me more about happiness because you can't be happy all the time, but you finish work, you might be a bit stressed. You go uh, to the mountains and you seem to be instantly relieved of any stress. Yeah, um, I forgot. I forgot the stress. I forgot the the, the daily difficulties. Um, 
when I run, when I'm in the mountain, um, yeah, I, for, I, for, I forgot the problem, but uh, it's uh, temporary because yeah. uh, when I go back to the valley, to my car, to my house, I remember the the daily life. Yeah, terrible. Uh, I think I don't think so, but uh, the the life, but. Yeah. Uh, uh, especially uh, during the COVID crisis uh, in Montaigne, we were the best. We yeah, were we the, were so lucky. It was the best place to be because when you are at the summit or the peak, you don't think about uh, blah, 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 mask, COVID. COVID yeah. uh, no, it's okay. So uh, um, that's why for me, the, the Montaigne is kind of happiness. Yeah. All right. My last question before I wrap it up is what has trail running and running in the mountains taught you about life? Mm. Um, about life, I think um, th that learning me a lot of things because um, it's kind of uh, when I, uh, I made ultra running, it's kind of uh, I I transcend myself. Yeah, it's kind of transcending. Uh, um, in my head, uh, I think uh, I'm I'm grow mentally. I'm yeah. grow. Uh, I um, I can see the other side. Uh, I can. Uh, it's like the the question before. I, I forgot the stress. I forgot the the quotidian life. So. Uh, when uh, with the ultra running, like I said uh, about the about the the muscles, for example, uh, when you when you go to run twenty kilometers, it's okay. But when you run one hundred and fifty or sixty or seventy kilometers, uh, the muscles are off. Yeah. So it's the mind uh, who takes the relay. So. Um, uh, that um, that learned me how uh, how it's possible to 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 to, to thinking better about life about um, uh, how my body is uh, available to to make some things or not things. Um, I think it. Uh, I discover another part of me. Yeah. Nice. It's kind of cliche, but uh, <laughs> it's like that. Nice. Well, that's a nice way to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for coming on the show, Baptiste. And uh, if anyone wants to follow you, they can see you on the what's the official Val Valfrasius Instagram. So for for Valfrasius, you can follow me. Uh, in Facebook and Instagram, so facebook.com slash Valfrejus yeah. or instagram.com slash Valfrejus. And you're, you're on personal, your personal Instagram, they want yeah, to follow my, your adventures. Yeah, my personal is instagram.com slash instabat. Instabat. And you're on Strava. They can follow your training runs on Strava. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm on Strava to, to follow my uh, sportive uh, adventure. Yeah. Uh, so my... First name, Baptiste, and my second name, Thomas. All right, I'll put all those in the show notes. Uh, 
But thanks for coming on the show and uh, good luck for the, for the next coming events. Thank you, Wes. Thank, Thank you. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to hear more stories from beyond the mountains, please subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find me on Apple iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please leave a comment and review. It helps with people to find the show. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond the Mountains Podcast. So please like and follow the show. And remember, the mountains are more than just rock and ice, but the mountains are made up of the people who live, work, and play in them.